0: welcome to another episode of Supercoach Insiders. My name is Chris. Uh, gotcha. <laughs>
1: you, you, you threw a little curveball there. Uh, I'm Chris and this is Ben. I am Ben and <laughs> we are Supercoach Insider. Excellent. Now uh, we're going to get straight into it but uh, uh, obviously hit us up on the socials uh, at sc underscore insider underscore on Twitter and Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash sc insider. Yep so really appreciating the feedback. A few people commenting on Facebook as well as Twitter so really do appreciate it. And look um, the reason that we uh, we want to get straight into it tonight. Is uh, one of our draft games. So, one thing that we do um, is we have these random draft games throughout the year, and tonight is the T20. Yes. And so, so how
0: it works, we have uh, there's 10 of us that play this draft comp. We have five competitions throughout the year. This is the last comp to determine the final order. Um, I might sneak into ninth. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so, and so we need to watch this game because I'm running commissioner this year, so I need to write down uh, the runs per over. So, how it works, we have a uh, ladder comp so basically from the draft competition so the home and away if you come first you get 10 points last gets one point then we have a ladder predictor so for every position you're off whoever tips the best positionally, they get 10 points. Whoever's worst gets one. We also run a tipping comp, and then we have a couple of random comps. So we use the, tests, uh, the Ashes comp day one. We used for one of those where everyone had so many number overs and whoever had the most runs would then get so many points yep. to add that random element. It and just makes
1: it a bit fun yeah. instead of just, yeah. Instead of just running a random generator. Yeah. yeah. So and
0: then so this is our last comp. So we have 20, 20 There's 40 overs. There's 10 of us. So each of us gets two overs in the first innings, two overs in the second. And that way, whoever has the most runs gets 10 points towards the next year's draft. And yeah, I've, already exactly. got, I've already got pick one locked up.
1: Boom. Yeah, he doesn't need to worry about it, I'm but I do. So I'm hoping for tonight to be fluky. a little bit of a a, nine, um, a number nine special.
0: Yep. So if you do run your own comp, let us know how you do it. If you do a random generator, maybe think about running something a bit more fun. It definitely gives you something to keep an eye on throughout the season yeah, as well. We'll go
1: through a little bit more close to the season, but just as a little bit of a, something you can do yep. if you're looking for a bit of a change. Um, now, Sydney, um, let's get into it. Look, they've got a bit of a difficult start to the year. Um, they do have the uh, round 14 bye. So um, it's not a... Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, they do have the round 14 bye. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. they, they play uh, the Eagles in round one. Then they play Port at home uh, right before the Derby. So then they've got GWS. Um, the Bulldogs away and then Adelaide at home before travelling to Cadinia Park to play Geelong. So that six-round period is is pretty tough. Um, and from what I see are this. So uh, quite a lot of the uh, premium uh, supercoach players for Sydney, uh, they're all coming back from injury. You, they're, they're going to be playing well, in Well, all rounds. of them very
0: broad there, Chris. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll go
1: through yeah, the specifics of it. But, what um, are they, clip the wings or something? The Sydney No Swan fly? Well, fly. Um, Heaney, JPK, uh, Lance Franklin, um, quite a few of their real premium Heaney, picks. yep. Yeah, they're, they're all underdone uh, going into round one. They're all still not uh, training fully. Um, you might see them in the JLT if you're lucky, um, but... Uh, 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 Tom Harley's come out and said basically uh, they're looking to them all at the back end of the JOT. If that, Hannah's may not even play round one at this point. I find point. it funny how they're like, we won't go zero and six again,
0: but we also won't have anyone on the park.
1: Yeah, they won't go zero <laughs> and six, but they've <laughs> like, got a stupidly tough start to the, the their system. Yeah, and for with, sure. And their top tier players aren't going to be on the park, or if they are, they're going to be underdone. Underdone. Um, now, that's awesome for Supercoach because what it means is this first of all, You should not start with any of these players. Maybe Heaney at a stretch. Even then... At that's after that that, round, that sixth round, um, the, it really opens up for them. So I would say that's your, a perfect time to upgrade to get your first upgrade out of the way. So your players like your Lloyd, your Heaney, your Hannahs, you know those are the targets. JPK
0: for me. Like he's JPK. already he's already a cheap
1: price. I don't yep. see him going up so much in the first six. Well, but it depends on how your midfield. So my midfield setup right now that I've got seven midfielders and I plan on adding Danger and Dusty because those are two that I don't have. You're so whore. I'm not going to be adding any Sydney midfielders. But depends on how you set up. You are a midfield hall That's what I do. Um, anyway, so um, at that time, so when they, uh, after that uh, round six, round seven is North at home, Hawks away, Frio at home, Lions away, Carlton at home, St. Kilda away, Eagles at home, bye. It's right. a stupid run. So that's, like, where it's going to turn around. The problem with if you're... So you won't be able to get them cheap at the buy. No, that's they'll the be problem. On yeah. a high. So, uh, <laughs> literally. The highs, highs. Yeah, they'll the they'll high be highs literally. and there will be no low lows. So they're well, going to they be... swans, Chris. Yeah, the swans are going to be premium priced at the buy time. So if your plan is, oh, I'll just upgrade to them after the buy you're not going to have the chance to.
0: No, not unless they're horrible, and then even then you wouldn't want them if they can't capitalise on bottom sides. Yeah, exactly Why would right. you want them in your squad? It makes no sense. Uh,
1: now, of course, they do have a little bit of a difficult back end. Um, it's sort of a 50-50 there. Their finals are Essendon away, um, Collingwood at home, Melbourne away, and then GWS in the grand final. But with a derby, anything can happen, and it's, yep. uh, it's usually a close game anyway. It's not like they're going to get blown away, even if that's the case. Um, but that's where I see most of the Sydney side. Um, you probably won't start with them, but they're great up to upgrade targets early. Um, the only ones that I think that may float outside that are Heaney and potentially Parker. But we'll we'll touch on that. I and can't believe how bad all of Sydney averaged as a whole uh, compared yeah. to other years. We're You're really, looking previous years. Most of them were running on like injury seasons Well, They're running on fumes. To, but yeah. like
0: previous seasons, you'd have Hanbury, you'd have Kennedy. You know, you'd have. Um, Parker. Parker. Like, yeah, you know, three of those were picked in the first round in draft in 26, yep. uh,
1: 2017. Parker coming off a career best year. But
0: the highest average for this year is 102.6. Mm.
1: That's it's, not even, that's like insane. pick
0: 50. Like, it's not yeah. even, yeah, that's and, crazy.
1: And one of those, like, and the probably the most talked about one of those group is Heaney. Uh, and I can see why. Is I mean, do you love watching Heaney play? Because I love watching Heaney play. Yep. The guy's an absolute bull. He takes I think he should marks. be at the Gold Coast with the blonde hair and the, <laughs> it's the a, tanned body. He's nah, it's, it's a, it's a Bondi millionaire soon. It's all good. <laughs> um, look.
0: Well, uh, Eddie's not in his pockets, is it? Is that what you're
1: saying? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Stay away from Lynch. <laughs> yes, that's true. They, uh, look, who knows with Heaney? I mean, he's got so much um, top-end uh, he's he's got so much output that he still hasn't produced. So I'm really interested to see how he goes this year. Yep. I thought he was actually more
0: forward uh, and less midfield. So even when I yeah. had asked the coach, like even I, like yes, I might have been wrong, uh, I'm and the human. But uh, even I was like, hey, look, is Heaney going to play some more midfield time? You know, because that's what everyone wants to know. And he's like, well, his role will be very similar. Like, he'll play midfield, but he's also very valuable forward. And then champion data, they say, you know, like just with the um, prospectus, you're looking at that, and it's like, Heaney, 65% midfield, 35% forward. And I'm like, well, hang on. That's last year. That's what he did last year. That's what he did. So I'm like, well, hang on. He can't really push more into the midfield because he's already in there 65% of the time. And like...
1: I can't see him pushing 10% more with the other midfield quality. Anymore, and he's a midfielder only, which then. Legitimately. For future years, yeah. So, uh, look, I I, I don't know. Heaney, to me, unless it's natural progression, it's it's maximum output right now. So, I don't feel that he's someone that you can bank on to really break out and get you that 110 plus or the 105. He's probably going to be a solid 100 contributor, which will still make him a top six forward. So, I don't think he's a bad option. I just think that there's probably better value, someone like a Gray, who's got the potential to average 110 or 105, who's cheaper and more reliable for your F1 or F2. That's my personal opinion. Everyone's different, but I can see why people like him. But if you think that he's going to play more midfield time, Horse came out and said no, he's probably going to play the exact same role he did last year, which was 65-35 midfield time. So I don't think you can really expect. But too I think he is young
0: enough that natural progression is
1: pretty scary. That's the, yeah. So he still and and he's has like a natural, natural ball progression. Beast, in him. And
0: he wasn't actually getting that many disposals. Uh, yeah. Like, his disposals he's were
1: low. He's averaging 20 disposals. Correct.
0: So there's room to improve. Even if yeah. he went 23, 24. Contested. Yeah, yep. even if he went 24 disposals. That's not that unreasonable.
1: Yeah. He really needs to up his disposal count to be uh, considered into that, definitely into that midfield role. I mean, he's great at clearances as well. So he does score quite well from clearances. Um, he did have a, he has had an injury interrupted preseason this year so it's set him back definitely. He had actually so it was a minor knee surgery, a uh, bit of an arthroscopy there. Um, he does uh, plan to be involved in the back end of the JLT. Um, and the best thing about him he only had three scores under 76. Um, so the first, the first round was <laughs> the first round he actually played because he did come back underdone again last year. Um, and then the last round of the year were both 69. So his middle portion of the year where he's actually worked into games, he was fairly consistent, which I really like. Um, he did have eight tons um, in 18 games. So again, that's a, that's a positive note there as well. Um, the three of which were 130 or 131. So he's got a good top end. He doesn't really have that real premium top end yet, but that might come uh, further into his career. Um I think again, it's this is the forward mid time that I think is that is the biggest consideration for me not picking him in my starting side, but I think that I will want to get him at some point. I'm just hoping that he's not going to be out of price range. I'd love to pick him up and save round six. I think that that would be a great. Um, yeah, for
0: me, I'm tossing up between him and um, like a Billings. Yeah. Uh, simply because I think they have the most upside. Um, I don't really want to be picking like a JJK or anyone like that. I don't think anyone does, to be honest. Which we yeah. will get into, but. Um, Look, I think yeah, I think for the most exciting ones, I know there are a lot of mid prices, which is where everyone's going excited, you know, getting excited. So you got your Petrakis, you got your um, Devin, Devin Smith, Devin the Sauce Smith, apparently
1: just blowing it up in the intracard. Yeah, so uh, today. he
0: interests me and lob and all those runs, they interest me, right? But as far as premiums go, I think it's really only a handful. Uh, I think mm. you're looking at Billings, Heaney, Gray. Um, there's not too many else out there no, to be honest. A Dalhouse, but you know, that's questionable
1: at best. So and I think they're the only ones that are really like five hundred K plus anyway, Correct. There's so. not much
0: there's not much out there. So I think you know you can't go wrong with a Heaney because I don't think he's going backwards. He's not um, gonna go backwards. No, so. I don't
1: if if he averages less than what he did last year, that would be a huge disappointment. Yep,
0: it um,
1: would be. I, I think that he's at very least gonna stay where he is. There's just that the only question is, of course, can he increase his average? And I'm not totally, totally sold on that at this point. So that's just my personal opinion. Um, look in terms of the next one JPK the usually ridiculously reliable JPK Yep always um, has a
0: really usually has a really good back end of the year which yep. is uh surprising but that's his worst return in 4 years he yeah. averaged like 113 3 years running or around that mark and then just fell off a
1: cliff Yeah I mean look he, he missed 3 games late and um and then he came back and had three sc- he's had three scores of 96 87 and an injury affected 50 so his true average is, is a little bit higher than that. Oh, I do like true averages. Chris. Yeah, you what do. is what is
0: his true average? Because
1: <laughs> even I don't know um, this one. So look, I'll, I'll, I'll get through it. So he had he still had twelve tons from nineteen games because he only played nineteen last year Ooh, with his injuries. Nice. Um, five games between eighty-seven and ninety-nine. So you know it wasn't like a real low low as I like to say. <laughs> um, still consistent. Um, so he had a good final series as well. So he had a ninety-one and a one thirty-two. Um, and the four games back from injury that he had, he averaged 112.5. Right. Um, so, look... Good value. I think he's a value pick. I think he My a only value thing pick. is he is, again, coming back from uh, postseason surgery. He's been managing the off-season and had minor knee surgery. Um, so, he, again, he probably, I don't think he will play JLT. Uh, it would be um, impressive if he did come back that early, but they're saying round one yes at this stage. Um, so, again, someone that I can see... Round six special coming in. He's dropped a bit of coin, um, and you can pick him up as your first upgrade potentially. So uh, I love JPK, and I love watching him play, and I think that he's a fantastic player. I'm just not entirely sure that you can start with him.
0: I think he's great because he has been a first-round pick or at least early second-round pick for at least... A few years now, so yeah. considering that low average, you should be able to get him. You could get you him, pick him, up fourth
1: at, round. Yeah, in draft is an yeah. amazing, amazing value yeah. for draft. He's so yeah, a huge a draft, target for me. Huge. Yeah.
0: Right. Like if I could, I'd probably be thinking fourth round. If you can pick a guy that has been in the first or second round, so at least let's just say the top. Well, I think 12 JPK pits, went
1: first lo- in the first round last he year. He did. He did go yeah.
0: first round last year. Second round of the year before because I picked him up. Uh, Around that pick thirteen or something or twelve, but he's definitely in that top sort of thirteen to fourteen picks in the last few years, and that's great value too. If you can pick him up at like pick thirty five, amazing.
1: He's a top ten midfielder.
0: Huge, and he's very consistent. he won't won't have the low lows. He won't have the low. He doesn't. He doesn't bottom out too often. So if he does have a bad game, he'll get you like eighties, nineties. It's not so bad.
1: Yeah, I mean, who doesn't love people that also have you know letters instead of names? Yeah, JPK. I mean, (laughs) come on, that's awesome. Um, Look, no, seriously. um, So for Stan uh, don't think you can pick him early. However, look to upgrade to him if he's going alright. If right. he drops Post. cheap enough, there's a lot of upside. for If he sure. gets after round six, you may have missed the boat. So just be just be wary of that.
0: I might even pick him up round six. Well, that's if he's I, cheap enough. J, well, J, JPK.
1: These guys are the guys that I'm on my radar for first first pick. Yep. So I think my, could, my problem again is that I've I'll be starting with seven midfielders. Yeah, but I, I'd like be if, picking up J, JPK over a, a Dusty or
0: no. Don't start with that many
1: midfielders, firstly, and
0: then get, uh, upgrade your own mirror to a JPK. No one's starting with O-Mira. a mirror. mirror to a do JPK. It. Don't do it to yourself. Mate, that's tempting. Save
1: yourself lots of that's alcohol. That's tempting. Including a Jägermeister. He only needs to get six <laughs> rounds. Jäger
0: for six rounds.
1: Straight into sure, a JPK. that's a what J- I said last year. PK. You know what he gave me? Spuds. Climidism. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, look, uh, the old Lance Franklin. So, um, this, look... He, I've had him regularly in my draft team um, and standard team because he can pump out big scores and win your games. Yep. Yeah, it's one of the only names that my girlfriend knows is Lance Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, look, he's a fantastic player to watch as well, so I do like to have him in Coach. However, he had three off-season surgeries, both knees and an ankle. So I don't know. He's, he's on Jeez. the track and he's coming back. and he's Too many rickets. like, just... He, they reckon he won't play JLT, but he'll be right for round one. Yeah. Um, so look, I, I don't, I don't know where he sits. I mean, look, he he averaged ninety eight, but he's he two of his last three scores was a one sixty four and a one eighty three.
0: Yeah. So he's uh, he actually averaged ninety point four for his first nineteen rounds. Yeah. Then his final three rounds, he went 164, 98, 183 and pushed his average up to a 98.3. And that's inflated. That is more inflated than Teddy's ego. (laughs)
1: And that's pretty big. That is pretty big. Um, I had a bad final series. He had a 46 in the finals, Um, seven scores under 77. I don't think you can... He's, That's right. He,
0: Taylor, Harry Taylor, like, stopped him. Yeah. Remember? Late, late inclusion, um, like, yeah, late pushback and just stopped him. Absolutely just ragged him. I
1: just think um, Lance Franklin of old was the, uh, the only key forward you could select because he gets his points differently. Lance Franklin of today has moved towards that key forward scoring where it's big or it's terrible. And I, I'm not interested in that in my super coach team. Um, so you- I beg to differ. I actually
0: think he's more consistent than he's ever been, except he doesn't have no he doesn't he doesn't actually go as large. I don't, he's ceiling. no no, he's ceiling. mind you I'm talking about majority not when they had a couple of horrible like easy teams at the back end of the year. But he wasn't scoring as low as he has previously. He was more consistent, he got a lot more eighties. If you have a look, he, he had a lot, a lot, lot more eighties and a lot more nineties and stuff. He didn't go off tap until the last three rounds but and he then had he
1: multiple scores of forty Multiple scores of sixty. That uh, was, was his final series, wasn't it? <laughs> no, <laughs> he had that last the year before, very consistent eighties and nineties. Blah, blah blah. Last year was uh, a spe- <laughs> it was a spectacular yeah. fall from grace. Well, um, I think I
0: think with any key forward, I think you can pick them up cheaper. Maybe after those first six rounds, Franklin might actually be a really tasty option. Um, you know, being uh, a key forward, he might drop down. But if I can get if I can get Franklin you know, a hundred K or more cheaper than he is now. Like that's a very appealing option.
1: I mean, yeah, look, he's, I mean, look, he won't be bad to have as your F6.
0: Yeah, know. I agree. It, you can't start so with, with Tom him. Lynch just quietly, but oh, I mean, yeah. he's a burn man. So well,
1: obviously, but yeah, like I, I look, I mean, he had four, a score of 42, a score of 48, um, a score of, uh, three scores in the seventies early on, um, a score of 65, like, Last year, I think... I mean, he's getting older. You know, he's 31 years old now. I, I'm I'm not entirely oh, he's sure. Oh, 31? Yeah, I pass. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's got improvement in him. I just think that he, he'll still have those big games... And he's just going to be classic up and down. That's just my personal opinion.
0: Yeah, no, he's not in my starting squad. I'd rather a Heaney with upside. Yeah, you
1: got to have upside.
0: Then Franklin on the coasting.
1: Uh, now everyone's uh, unfortunate burn man from last year, especially you, my friend. Oh, don't even. Uh, don't oh, do it. Dan Hattery. Oh, Burnman Again, one of the most consistent midfielders of recent years. Yes, um, you're talking about last year? But, Consistently bad. But, well, they, they didn't, unfortunately, let everyone know that he was battling through groin and hip issues the entire year.
0: And also battling through a dry July,
1: <laughs> April, March. I'm not drinking anymore, so I'm a better player. <laughs> everyone gets on board. Oh, dude. That was, yeah, it was tough. Um, look, he's uh, actually- Did action... you have him in your team? No. Then it was God. not tough, Chris. No. You
0: can shut the F up. Uh, but <laughs>
1: I, I, yeah, I felt your pain from a distance, and so that made me feel okay. <laughs> you pick your premiums. <laughs>
0: you know, I mean, a guy that's been there a couple of years, a steady scorer, and then I picked my premiums, and they were horrible. I had Heater Shaw, I had hannabury, I was screwed from the get-go. At least you didn't have even the mid-prices
1: I did, bro. I went all mid-prices. So. But it was a
0: mid price year, if you got the right ones. Yeah, but you I was dreaming, yeah, wrong. right? I um, chose my premiums, and I
1: chose wrong ones. That's ah, all good. It happens. It happens to the it best of us. It happens. <laughs> Um, but look, um, he was actually up to full fitness just before Christmas, and then he pulled a calf. So <laughs> he's he's literally now. Now he's the furthest behind. He's the furthest yep. behind. Um, hasn't been able to run, of course, with a calf injury. He
0: was in my side in standard until that news, and I was like, eh, "You get."
1: Yeah, same. I
0: as have, me. I, yeah, I've been fooled once before, Hannes. You will.
1: Fooled you will dive <laughs> onto the bench. You'll go. Um, yeah. So look, I, I honestly think that he'll probably come back close to round one but there's actually no guarantee Uh, Tom Harley said that the likelihood is he probably won't be there round, round one but they're hoping that he will be um, again, so someone that is is dirt cheap. By the way, he's uh, five twenty three or five thirty. He is
0: very he? cheap, considering. Yeah, yeah, he's more back to what he was a couple of years ago before he had the like. I think he averaged one thirteen, one fifteen, or something. A couple of years running. Yeah, yeah, he was very consistent.
1: So look uh, again, another another upgrade target that you can look at. Um, if it comes to that round six, or I mean, he might not have even start for the first three rounds. You can pick him up at his purchase price um, in round six. So you know who knows. Um, sky's the limit for in terms of where he can go uh previously averaged yep. 114 and 113 I do
0: like him but for me it's more of a wait and see I would like to see if he's playing more inside or whether they're running him on the ring uh, on the ring on the wing yeah. again um yeah so there's a much to be um, found out I think yet yeah, with Hannah's. Yep, um
1: yeah definitely um, now, so in terms of midfielders that, that may not be underdone, but they're still coming back, um, Luke Parker. So uh, fantastic. I love Luke Parker. Love the way he plays. Love the way he goes about it. He averaged 107 in his last 12 games. Um, and yep, actually, have a, yeah, he had a really um, uh, tough start to the year where he's come back from a PCL. Yep. He did, and he was one of the only
0: ones that actually performed in the back end of the year. Yep. I had him in draft. Um, I th- I got him off Wes, I believe. Yeah. Um. Like like I said, if you haven't missed anything earlier, you know that I like to trade. Yep. Uh, I think you got to trade for value, and you have got to look for your opportunities and find your suckers just quietly. There's no friends in Super Draft. <laughs> there is definitely
1: no friends. Which we found out yesterday. When... No we, we found that
0: out with um, we we're debating the ablet factor. And yep.
1: it gets personal. Um, but look. We also have a, a Facebook page uh, just for our, our draft group. And there's a bit of banter that goes back and forth in there. And it's pretty funny. Yeah, so. It got very personal, very yeah. heated. <laughs> I do apologize for
0: my insults yesterday, Chris. No, you don't.
1: <laughs> those
0: silver streaks are lovely. Thank you very much. <laughs> have you had a um, trim since then? Have yes, tried to, of course.
1: You tried to get rid of some get of it, a, right? Get it out. Yeah, right. I've got grey hair, by the way, just in case anyone's. Wondering. Yeah, it's the stress of supercoach. Um, and look, um, so look, Parker, you want to be on him when he goes big because he goes on runs. He has purple patches that has a huge ceiling. Um, his one thing is he obviously has a tendency to get injured um, and throw his head in and get knocked out and things like that. But um, would it surprise you to know that of four of the last five years, he's played every single game? Yeah, right. Yeah. So he's pretty good. He's on the park more often than he's not, surprisingly, which I, I didn't think until I actually looked into it. Um, he's been up and down his scores. So it's, it literally, he averaged 86, then 108, then back to 99, then up to 111, and now he's back to a 99. So by that pattern, he should have a 110 year, right? He should have
0: won ten years. <laughs> I do like. I'm no he's,
1: young. he's young. He's a
0: very good player. He's
1: young. He just came off a, a, a best. Uh, he won the um, is it the Clive someone something medal or he won the best and fairest at Sydney last year. I only pay attention to my medals, Chris. He's now also uh, the vice captain. So. Um, got a little bit more weight on his shoulders. I think he's very underrated. I'm yeah. not going to lie.
0: He has a big ceiling, uh, consistency as far as scoring has been the issue. Sometimes he's yep. very adaptable. So he can play forward. He's a great marker, great kick at goal. Uh um, so they tend to
1: utilize that. Yes. And he's actually moved for more forward time. Um, he already spends 86% time on ground though. So I'm a little bit worried if he has more forward time, if that affects his score negatively. Um, I like the you know the midfielders that are just rest forward and spend you know eighty eight percent time on ground. Yep. Um, they're the ones you want in your team. But he's already close to that mark, so I'm I'm hoping that it's more of just a, a further rest in the forward line rather than just a um I'm actually you know uh, spending less mid time and just more up forward. Um, outside of that, he's dirt cheap. He's five hundred forty six k. It's kind of an awkward price considering you've got Crips. Uh, and Rockcliffe under that, and then you've got Pennells and Bont just over that.
0: Yeah, I, um, I have seen somebody with him in their side. Um, not that it's a bad selection, but I think people pointed out the exact same thing. Yeah. That it's you know you find a little bit more money and you can find somebody um, slightly more prestigious, I believe, or yeah. slightly below and you get a bit, bit more value. But because he's
1: young and has the breakout potential, I think that... He could average one ten again, again. He could go one ten again. He could go one fifteen if if he had a. a I mean, he had a, a fairly good preseason. Um, he, last year, off the back of a PCL, he still managed to average a hundred over the year and yep. win a I think it's best also. And I think it's mainly
0: role how they want to use him. Yeah. If he gets put in the midfield, a hundred percent in the guts, I think he could go absolutely nuts. But. If they don't play him favourably, he'll do a great team role and he'll still do well, but he might not get the um, rewards as much, which is the issue, I think, as far as that.
1: Yeah, so look, I'll watch him and look... I I I he might find his way into my side round one.
0: No No, I'm thinking
1: about it. Like, you
0: say that but you've had a couple of drinks, Chris. I don't believe
1: you. <laughs> You're the world's biggest tease. I my don't friend. think that I can take out Rockcliffe, but I'm thinking maybe You
0: can't take out a Rockcliffe or a Crips for Can a you take out
1: can you not bank for a forty K and take a Pendles out? I'm I'm seriously considering it. No. Me taking out Pendle, so you don't think it's gonna happen. No, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> All right, it's well, look, not gonna happen. You would fonda, you will fondo <laughs>
0: you will follow Pendlebury into the like, dark abyss. Yeah, the yes. dark abyss of hell. You would do that. I, I would.
1: The guy's a leader. I'm a follower. <laughs> um, look, uh, the only the last premium that I I really want to highlight, um, someone that's on my radar, big, and he, he has popped up in quite a few teams is Jake Lloyd. Um, And, look, there's a lot to like. Um, He's in 10% of teams at the moment. He's 479 k so he's going to be either your D2 or your D3. Um, But he's not a bad little price point. Um, Personally, I'm sold on Shaw, so that's who I would replace from him. Um, But I'd love him as an upgrade target in round six.
0: He's definitely an intriguing option. Uh, He got knocked out on four. So if it wasn't for that, his true average
1: is 91.5, which puts
0: him more around that sort of tier. That Even his,
1: his comeback game, he had a 58. You can yep. take that out. I mean, he's he he's just. I think he's got a lot of value. He's also uh, the in the pod specters we went through.
0: Oh, his kickings like kicking's absolutely elite. Not No, that the the his the Sydney Swans actually retain possession a lot, like seventy seven percent or something around that mark. Don't hold me on it. But when he kicks it. Sydney maintaining possession, which is a huge benefit. Yeah. And especially for Supercoach as well. When you kick it, they keep it, and that's points for sure.
1: Yeah, I think the the, the knock is that he doesn't have a real big top end, but he's very, very consistent. So he had six tons and nine scores between 80 and 100, so that's just consistency. His biggest score was only 114, but he only dipped below 72 once, and that was (laughs) an injury-affected four. (laughs) So... um, Again, he's just got he's got potential, he's got upside, he's got everything you want out of a defender. And I think he's probably gonna to go top six defenders this year. Ooh. I'm 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 calling Oh, it. you're bullish. I'm bullish on him. He had a, a good um, Why isn't
0: he in your side then, Chris? Well Hey, that's a very good question because for those in the seven coach realm, think, the okay, community. It is a good right? question.
1: Because I also think that uh, Shaw's better value will also be top six. Is cheaper. That
0: makes no sense. What, if sure- you think they're both going to be top six, then you pick both of them in your side. No,
1: because I've also got Yo and Laird in my side right now. So I'm only running three premium defenders. If I was running a fourth, it would be Jake Lloyd.
0: Okay, but then wouldn't you be better off going uh, one premium at an expensive rate with two guys that you think are going to be in the top six?
1: Possibly, but I think that um, Laird and Yo will be out of reach, and Shaw's too good a value. Okay, move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't you just hate it when you get proven wrong? Oh, like, I wouldn't say it's proven wrong. Podcast. I think it
0: was more, <laughs>
1: I thought you were batshit crazy, and no, uh, I, I wanted to see your I logic honestly, on that one. Honestly, I, I, if, if, if Shaw wasn't such good value, I would, I would have Lloyd yeah. 100%. I, I, think do like, I do like Lloyd. The I'm next just, best at that price point, I'm
0: just not 100% confident. He started well, yes, I agree with that, but I like him, but at the same time, I don't know if in I'm going to put him in my
1: side based on, an on the unknown. absolute smashing by the Cats last year, he got 96 He's not a downhill skier. They look for him as for, for release. He's got elite kicking. Um, I think he's got the scope to take the next level. And it's, if, if you don't have him, look at him. Take him as an option. Look for him in round six an upgrade target because he'll be in your side at some point during the year. Just saying. You're right. Um, now, there's uh, some mid prices. Just there's not really... There's so much mid premium options at, the, at Sydney that there's not really much mid prices you want to look at. But we'll go through some of them. Uh, Nick Newman, someone that I don't think he can go for. No, not um, this year. He, you get inflated because it, uh, inflated price, that 151 really took his average up past what you would really um, uh, value him at. So I just don't think he's really valued this year. Um, Zach Jones, again, we went through him. He's priced around the same as Coniglio and had five tons, has a big ceiling, but uh, kicking atrocious. I don't think he's going to be someone you want in your team. Um, and Chris, when you can pick just, up I was going to interrupt very place. quickly...
0: The three Sydney mid-premiums from 2017, all first-round picks, mm-hmm. I've just noticed this quickly. JPK, 2.8% ownership. Parker, 3.2% ownership. Hanabry, 3.1% ownership. Sounds like you're reading out of the Brownlow votes there, buddy.
1: <laughs> three votes. Three votes. JPK.
0: But how how low ownership? We're yeah. talking guys that were first-round. We're talking top-10 But
1: midfielders, yeah, all coming back from, yeah, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying they're horrible, they're not horrible this year, which
0: they probably are, but draft-wise, that's just crazy.
1: They're, they're amazing value, huge value. Uh, Yeah, I like them all, and I just think that they're more upgrade targets than starting uh, members of your squad. Um, Now, someone that I think has a big scope, uh, Tom Papley. Uh, not muted for a role change, and I don't generally like small forwards that stay forward. However... That's horrible. However, as a draft player, is definitely undervalued. His first three games of the season were 23, 29, and 55. Because he's horrible. And then he averaged 91 for the remainder of the season.
0: Yeah, he probably had a couple oh, of... Oh, sorry. Did, did you, you couple, shut up? Did, he, he, had a couple of, he had a couple of <laughs> did, big games. Did you go quiet
1: there for... Did you not expect him to average that much? They won a lot of games, and he toweled up on a couple... Mate, he got cleaned up early, and he came back with the storm. Average 91 for the remainder of the year. He is a draft smoky. He's going to be my F4 or F5. Oh, you can have him. I will. i will pick up the paps. later. The real Tom Papley will stand up. That is horrible. <laughs> that is um, horrible advice. Someone I won't be selecting, and the biggest disappointment of 2017, was Callum Mills. Um, I think a lot of people, including myself, got on Mills. I, I got him in, in draft. Uh, And he averaged four points per game less last year than his debut year. I don't
0: mind Callum Mills.
1: (laughs) No. The draft.
0: But here's the funny thing, right? More people own Callum Mills in standard than they do of Hanabree, JPK (laughs) or Parker. No way.
1: Yeah. You know what it would have been? 4.91%. So so there was an article that came out on their website and it was on afl.com.au. Dean Cox said, people that I think will have more midfield time is Isaac Heaney and Callum Mills. Then at the end of the article, he's quoted by saying, oh, yeah, but it's not really my role. It's it's the coach's role to decide that. So he actually has no idea. He's just guessing. It's just be like me saying, oh, yeah, I think Callum Mills will have <laughs> <But> It's <laughs> like you saying, Papley will be well, my F4. Well, average 91 over 19 games. So I think you can say that safely lock it in. Oh, um, that's, no, that's horrible. Yeah. And look, so, so yeah, D- Dean Cox is their um, ruck coach. So, um, you know, he works on their stoppages and stuff like that and has them included yeah. in that. But... Uh, if he literally went down by four points per game versus his debut year after a JLT where he played purely midfield and dominated in there, I was so disappointed. Also, if you don't know, Tippett
0: has now he's no longer with us um, in the SuperCoach community. Yep. Um, and if you're late to the podcast, we actually also tweeted out. I don't know why there is like. 5% of people own either Doherty or Zach Williams, which is just, that's just ridiculous. Oh, uh,
1: people be crazy.
0: So was so like, if you need a POD, then please look this way. That's just crazy.
1: Now, the last draft Smokey, I don't think you can really s- confidently select him in standard, um, is Jared McVeigh. Uh, so uh, he hasn't missed a session this entire preseason, and that's the first time in a few years that that's that's been for him. He's perennially been injured in the preseason, had to come back and had late starts. Last year, he didn't start until round seven. He played two games and sputtered it up and got injured again. Um, Came back in round 15 and had an 11-game average of 87.6. So I don't think you can select him in standard, but look, I mean, he's 33, but Simpson, Boyd, the old defenders, stalwarts, guys that command the back line, they can still average quite well. Um, and this is a guy that literally averaged 93 or above for eight years in a row between 2008 and 2015. And in 2016, he averaged 88 as well. So 82 on last year. Someone you can pick up as a draft smokey. Um, yeah, he
0: had a lot of disposals in the back end as
1: well. Yeah, yeah. 35% in I, the defensive I'm bullish 50. on him. You know, for, he's, he's come out and said... It's been a long time since I've been able to literally run through a whole preseason, so this year should be a fantastic year for me. So I'm really bullish on him. Um, I would not be selecting Dane Rampey. I don't think he's literally worth a consideration at all.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm I'm. with you, but I think he's still good value for draft. I think he can't get much worse than that. So yeah, I think he, look, maybe upside. your last Well, he averaged 80, what, 86 or 84, two years running. Yeah, um, and then
1: 79 last yeah, year. Yeah,
0: but what I found was frustrating because, A, I had Dane Rampy, B, he fell over a chain of all things. Like, what an absolute, you know, toss. <laughs> like, who, falls yeah. who jumps over a chain and, like, falls over? Anyway, um, yeah, he had a... Uh, he lost for some games there, but, you yeah, know, he's full preseason, I believe. But the thing that was frustrating was is sometimes he would get like a lockdown role he would be on like a Danaher I'm like what's Rampy doing
1: on a Danaher like my god it's odd he's like locking
0: down trying to spoil like yeah
1: I get it he's a good spoiler I think that um, the the emergence of Lloyd has hurt Rampy so it's just not someone that I'm considering because I I think that Lloyd is going to go over that um, Kieran Jack, not someone I'm ever thinking about again. No, um, spending less time in the
0: center 50 bounce as well, like going nah. downhill.
1: He's 31. He's, he had 10 games under 72 last year. Just, yeah. a, just a big no, guys. Just a pass. He's a trap. He's a trap. It's a trap. Um, rookies. Uh, so I'll just quickly go through these, uh, the guys that uh, they drafted last year. I don't think any of them have any relevancy at all. Um us well, move on, Chris? Yeah, Matthew Ling <laughs> was uh, drafted pick 14. He's probably the only one. Um, he's a rebounding defender. That's a, uh, this, just look, watch out for him during the year. Tom McCartan is uh, Patty McCartan's brother, taking a pick 33, so he's a project player.
0: Yeah, I then, quite like
1: McCartan. Yep, and then Riley Stoddart is a medium defender, was taking a pick 53, but I wouldn't look for him this year. Uh, Jordan Foote is still only 169K, probably needs to get more on his foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on his foot. Uh, he only played five games mo- uh, last year, and he didn't really go- set the world alight, but he's cheap and he's an option um, left field rookie selection. I'm really um, excited about this, um, Alex Johnson. Um, so you might remember him from the five ACL reconstructions that he's had over his career. I would not put him in my side. He is a 102k rookie um, and can be picked up really easy. He played nine games in the NIFL last year, and I thought he had more surgery. Is he actually back? He's back. He's no playing. No way. And he's he's had a full preseason. No way. 100. Not not joking you at all. And Heath Grundy is likely not to play the first couple of games because he is uh, injured feet, which he actually injured in the last couple of rounds last year and just just played through the finals injured and still played all right. So there is an option available for Alex Johnson to come in and play round one. Well, I hope he does after Um, all the uh, adversity he's had. I wouldn't be surprised, but um, it's just a very left field decision. Darcy Cameron, obviously, uh, vying for that ruck thirds position. Um, The other two rucks are definitely ahead, according to Longmire. But he probably will get games during the year, so one to watch. Uh, don't know if it's going to be round one though. Um, Ali is 218k uh, ruck four. Um, sorry, he's uh, uh, I think he's defender. Yes. Um, but he's been mooted to play the Ford ruck role yep. at, vacated by Tibbet. so someone to watch as well. So basically, if he takes Tippett's points, he'll do horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, I like Olivier as a player though. He's got a lot, a lot to offer. He's very, very agile for a tall, tall guy, and he's got good skills. I so. know his name's so good they have to say it twice. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's got two first names. <laughs> yeah, don't trust him. <laughs> the same first two names. I like it. Um, hospital wards, as I mentioned, um, Heath Grundy. Um, he's gonna. He's in the rehab group with the foot issue um because it's a foot issue hasn't been able to train fully so it's going to be a while till he gets back on the park um and we've already gone through the hospital ward of everyone else yeah, i suppose there's a lot of them there um breakout potential um lloyd papley mcveigh uh parker and hannah's um all to increase their average this year yep so
0: pretty much all of them to re out except Yep, that makes sense. Uh, as far draft. as draft round out, I think yeah. um, the most interesting one, I think you're looking at... Um, I can't see Hannah's going above JPK.
1: No, neither can based I. Based on his
0: injury history, no. history, so I think you're looking especially at...
1: Especially because it's going to be a late start, but maybe you know, but no one knows fourth, about that. I think fourth so. round...
0: Third or fourth round, you could like end of third, They're start of fourth. Great guys you could start as your to M three,
1: M four, aren't they? I think they would be oh.
0: someone that could be a good vice captain or a vice captain backup. Would yep. be amazing. I mean, I'm target. I'll target any an of Adam them: Parker, Parker, for an M3. Parker yeah, exactly, oh, damn, yeah. Parker, Hanabry, or Kennedy. You could can't go wrong
1: with yep. either one. Heaney's got to be the one that goes early. I think.
0: Right? I think. The other guys are so prestigious as far as their, their ratings go. But the problem is, I think most rucks and stuff and key positions, they start to go in the third round, which yep. means that you're looking at these kind of guys could be anywhere from pick, like, end of the third until, like, the start of the fifth. Yep. And I think that's where they're going to sit. And if you can get them, get them early because I think they are still great value.
1: Definitely. Um, look, I think that they'll definitely get picked. That ones that might be bench options, maybe a Zach Jones gets onto your bench. Um, yeah, maybe a Callum Mills gets onto your bench. Yeah, and if yeah. you want to know how Zach Jones does in the centre bounce or with his disposal out of the back line, go to
0: the Podspectus because he is horrible. 100%. Uh, and that wraps and it up. And midfield only, yep. So... Look, that does wrap it up. Uh, We do have a couple more podcasts to go. So, look, I hope you are appreciating it. We've been dropping one every day. So we've got uh, Western Bulldogs and West Coast to
1: go. Keep the love flowing, guys. We love to hear from you. Keep the love
0: flowing. And we do appreciate all the views and all the likes and all the comments that we get. Uh, We do appreciate it. If you have any feedback, please let us know. We are open for interpretation. We are open for feedback. If you want to um, criticize us or give us a bad rating, then we just make fun of it because that's what we do. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You know? You can't hurt us. Can.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we're, we're having a good time. We don't take it too seriously. so you it, Bernice.
1: <laughs> well, we hope you enjoy.
0: We, we give you good content, content. We do the reading for you, the research for you, and we have a good time sort of, you know, projecting that across. So until next time, this is Supercoach Insider. Catch you later. I know I'm not alone.